This is Opposite Attraction, Season 3, Episode 13, Squatter's Rights. The challenge, design an attraction for each other. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the world-famous Opposite Attractions Podcast. I am your host and your skipper for the evening, Scotty Moore, joined as always by my co-skipper, Jim Murphy. I'm very upset that you left me out in the jungle for the last week without telling me the Wi-Fi password. I'm very upset at you for leaving me out in the fucking jungle. I didn't even know a, know a single thing, didn't know the wife. Man, that has become my life, the Merida meme of just people complaining in Merida, with the Merida above it. Oh, okay, hold on. I've just found one, like an article on Polygon that's got the best ones. When the folk ask babies stupid shit like, you're getting big, aren't you? As if the wee bitch is gonna be like, I'm on a, you spot on, I'm on the protein. <laughs> Oh my god. You, if you're not, having a... Like, Wreck-It Ralph was supposed to break the internet, not Merida. No, Merida's the one. I think... No, my favorite was someone put on just, like, Twitter. Uh, the meme of the guy looking over his shoulder at another girl, and the girl's looking, like, to the left. And it was me. Everything else about Wreck-It Ralph. And then the girl he's looking at is just the princesses. <laughs> and that's exactly how I feel about it. I'm like, yeah! It's, it's, um, is it, um, Mulan that's wearing, like, a freaking Letterman jacket? Oh, I think so. And I think some people didn't. If your mom enjoys a wee finger up the bum during a sucky, you can't cast that stuff up in front of his mom just because you're losing at Monopoly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. God bless you, Merida, and all the Merida memes that I watch. And it's the same. They got the like the voice actress and everything. Oh yeah, yeah. for the movies, it's gonna be great. You ever want to just wrap yourself up in tinfoil, nice and cozy, then just fucking get right into the microwave and blow yourself up to fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. I love all of them. Just got four drinks at the drive-thru and the guy that asked, do you want a fucking cup holder? Obviously I do, you fucking reprobate. I'm no fucking octopus. <laughs> this is the rest of the show. This is all it's going to be. <laughs> so I was at the dancing the other night and needed a toilet. And as I was, st- I was headed there dancing, Queen Baaba came on and I just had to turn right back around, not even caring if I pissed myself on the dance floor because I am the dancing queen. <laughs> it's really coming across like uh, like a Scrooge McDuck sort of a thing is flying out of your face and I'm sorry. Well, I mean they're both Scottish, so that's yes. But you have the you have the male voice, not a female voice. Yeah. So it's really like it's just Scrooge McDuck yelling about being a dancing queen, which is fine. <laughs> he has the money; he can do that. Oh man, I still really want to. I, I told you about it before the show, but I want to get the mum shirt she's wearing and, like, some flannel pajamas and just go to Dragon Con as Dude Merida and just walk around the whole day just complaining to people about random shit. 
I just had to spend thirty dollars on a fucking eight by ten of fucking Stan Lee. What the fuck is? <laughs> They're like, calm down, Miss Merida. It's fine. Oh Jesus. Oh man. So okay, I've got a question. Okay. Um. So one of my friends who her like whole life she's wanted to work at Disney. I want to work at Disney. I want to work at Disney. She finally got a job at Disney. Kind of blows. <laughs> She's like, it sucks, and I want to leave, but also everyone's like, why's your Disney dream ending so soon? I'm like, those people are fucking dicks. Is is it, are you allowed to say where she is employed, or at least what her position is? I don't know. <laughs> like, I, not even, like, I'm not saying, like, uh, place, but, like, you could say, like, merchandise, or attractions, or custodial, well, well, it's, or... It's at a, one of the hotels, and I believe it's... Fucking, I don't know, fucking, she don't tell me shit, she just says she's upset about it, and I don't know. And, uh, well, I reached this moment while talking to her, where she was just like, well, I mean, when did you left Disney, like, how did it affect you, like, how did all of that stuff, and I was like, well, firstly, I left Disney after one day of working there because I accidentally <laughs> woke up too late to go to my fucking uh, class that day, and that's how I left. Um, but then I got into weird, some weird existential shit where I'm just like, nah, dog, Disney's in your heart. It don't matter where you go, Disney's gonna be there with you. Just keep them four keys, baby. So, yeah, I mean, like, did you, did it affect you having to leave Disney? Um, well, I was there for five months and three weeks. Yeah. And they all, like, because I was through the college program... Yeah. They kind of, like, tell you up front, like, hey, this thing is for, like, five or six months, and, like, before you know it, it's over. Yeah, yeah. So, like, think about, like, if there's something you want to do, like, go do it, like, don't wait, because then you'll be like, oh, I have a week left, and I have all this stuff I haven't done. Yeah, yeah. But, like, uh, there was a bit of like homesickness to it, I guess, because yeah. I hadn't really like I didn't like I went to college like where I'm from, and so like I never spent time like away from everybody. So like, like I was in Hollywood Studios on New York Street for yeah. the Osborne Family Spectacle of Lights, like bawling, like it's snowing, and I'm like, oh, it's a budget, but um, so there was that part of it. And, like, I got to work under, underneath Spaceship Earth, so, like, I saw that every day. Yeah. And that, that kind of gets, like, it's it, you get used to it, but mm -hmm. then there's all of a sudden, like, right before you leave, there's, like, wait a fucking minute here. Well, no, like, I... Look where I work. <laughs> like, it hits you real hard when you're getting ready to leave. Yeah. I, I had the same shit happen to me with, like, Disney Springs, because, like, I started to fall in love with Disney Springs upon working there, and as I was leaving, I was like... I never realized how gorgeous this place. I'm never going to work at a place more beautiful than this. And like one day I had to put out, I, I either had to put it back or take it in. I think I had to take it in for the night. Like the little metal pauldron that we have outside just to kind of do crowd control. I had to take one of those in. And I remember just like grabbing it, lifting this giant metal pole on my shoulder and then just looking out at the lake at the center of Disney Springs and being like... One day, I'll be back. I'll be back for you, beautiful lake. So, yeah. I, I... See, I was kind of roped in to a video project by my roommate. I'm sorry? 
that uh that was basically he wanted to do something video based like extracurricular activity sort of a thing for like for Disney. Yeah. And I don't know who he went to or who he talked to or any of that crap, but he came to me like saying, "Hey, we're going to make this video about basically all the stuff you have to do when you're leaving the college program, like packing, cleaning your apartment. And if you like had an address change, like dealing with that and all those little things. So we made this video and it was like, and the idea behind the video is it would show me doing whatever the thing was like in fast motion. And then it would have like black, background white like typewriter text saying like one you know uh clean your apartment and it would show me like fast motion like cleaning a room or something right but after it showed or before it showed me there was another black screen between the step and me that said just like jim (laughs) do it just like jim yeah so so it would be like step Step two, take out your trash, and then there would be a pause, and then it would say, just like Jim, and then it would show me doing it. Well, we got the thing done. It was, like, a couple minutes long. Cry like a little bitch for leaving Disney, just like Jim. He, he, uh, he takes it to wherever he took it to. Yeah. And I find out, like, a week later that they had installed it on the, uh, cast college program bus video system. (laughs) I, I don't know how long they used it, if they used it just for that end of the... Yeah. Like, end of that section, or if it continued to be used. I apologize if it was. Just like But I, I was in... I was somewhere, like, eating. I, th- I want to say that I was either behind the Odyssey restaurant, or I was in... The costuming building at Epcot. I was somewhere backstage, and some guy walked up to me and was like, "Hey, you're that just like Jim guy." You're just like Jim. And and I was like, "What are you talking about?" And that's when I found out that it was on the buses. But then I found out that it like played like every ten minutes. Oh my god! And no. if you can imagine how long a bus ride is, yeah, from. 535 or 534 or 536 or the hell road that was mm-hmm. into like everywhere in Disney. <laughs> so these people had to see this video if they didn't have a car like probably two or three times like a trip on the bus yeah. for probably 3 weeks. Well, it's apparently not there because it would definitely be a meme at this point. <laughs> and it's so not it, it's not so it you're was, safe. It was probably um yeah, I, I was basically like a like a minor super villain yeah. for like a week or two. You, it was bad. You were the leaving Disney guy. Um, I do like just to show the type of uh, people that are in the DCP. When I looked up just like Jim Disney College Program leaving, the first search related to that is Disney College Program hooking up. <laughs> How you gonna <laughs> hook up with them? Like all right. Uh, we, we made a cut of the video that wasn't used where at, when I was doing the trash taking out, they literally gave me like three or four bags of trash and had me like basically walk to the dumpster and throw them in like one at a time. Yeah. And uh, 
like the second or third bag I did, there was a girl walking along the sidewalk, mm-hmm. and I stared at her butt. Jim, Jim, and don't uh, do that. and then I gave a thumbs up to the camera because nobody knew where the camera was but me. It was in like our apartment window. Oh yeah. yeah. And so, like, he made a cut of the video where it, like, pauses and, like, zooms in on me, giving a thumbs up. So there was that. Son of a bitch, Jim. I wish it still played, dude. I wish it did. (laughs) Well, see, when you first brought it up of, like, things to do before leaving the DCP, I thought you meant stuff like, oh, you're gonna want to do this before you leave, that way you won't have any regrets, and that way it would just be like... Punch the driver on fucking this ride. Um, make sure to hijack Spaceship Earth or uh, Space Mountain and ride it without the lights on. If they demand to keep the lights off, punch everyone. <laughs> it's literally nothing but a whole bunch of punch everyone, and that's the whole damn. That's the whole damn skit. There, there were. I I hate to say this. There were days where I kind of felt like doing that. Just going. Hold out both arms, like just like Jim, and now spin in circles and windmill people in the fucking face. All right, so Jim Murphy, this is a podcast where we build our own theme park, and of course this just, this and guess what you hey, funny enough you get to do it this week just like Jim. I get to do it just like Jim this week. Of course the park is versus. You've built your own park. I have built my own theme park, but I wanted. I wanted to see after 40, what, 43, 44 episodes, I wanted to see if we could get in each other's fucking heads and build a ride for the other person's theme park. So I got to make a ride for Jim City, and you're making one for Scotland. And um, I just, I got into this, I was like, what does Jim love? And I was like, shitty puns, (laughs) old cartoons, I can make that work. So... Your show building, I'm sorry, Jim, but I'm about to just ruin your whole fucking layout, is in the genuine center of Jim City, and it's a massive orange furball. And it's going to be a constantly moving ride like Spaceship Earth. And as you enter it, you kind of see, like, it starts to get these weird pastel colors on the wall. And then as you get into, like, that boarding room, like the beginning of Spaceship Earth, you see this old woman in the center, an animatronic, like, rocking back and forth and knitting. And you see that her knitting actually goes down and then up onto and becomes the wallpaper. So it's this really cool kind of display that goes on right there. And now you sit in a two to three person vehicle that begins a climb up into your adventures on Spaceship Perth. (laughs) And no, that is not Perth, Australia. That is a different Perth. And a camera. How many R's are in that? Um, man, it looks like five. (laughs) five hours hey i have to be i have to you know know this for our notes yeah Uh, a camera flashes a picture of you as the dulcet tones of tilda swinton because we couldn't get judy dench play over (laughs) the speakers in 1978 jim davis was a failed cartoonist who was described as having terrible characters but great gags that all changed when he came up with a with an old cat who loved lasagna but hated Mondays. That cat was, of course, Garfield. Remember how much Garfield helped you get through those tough times with his acerbic humor and biting wit? 
thank the Jim Davis. He invented him. And with this, you enter a replica of John Arbuckle's home, and you watch an animatronic Garfield just, like, moaning about hating Mondays as he pushes some lasagna off the shelf, while Odie's just kind of running around in a circle. John's standing in the doorway looking very fucking depressed as Tilda continues to tell you the story of Garfield. Now, while many people believe Garfield to be the original cartoon cat, let us not forget those that came before him, such as this creature, who is known as Heathcliff. Taking place, <laughs> taking place at a port town called Westminster, Heathcliff was a mighty cat who annoyed several of his neighbors and destroyed their businesses. And now you go into a room that's kind of like, um, you know that Old West area in uh, Great Movie Ride? It's like that, except it's West, West fucking Fenster. And you see all the Heathcliff Universe shops. And Heathcliff, he'll pop up in one area and, like, knock down some milk bottles. Pop up on another one, knock over some fish. He's just kind of fucking everything up. And then after this, you go into several more rooms where you hear about all these classic cats of the old times. At least the ones that we managed to get the rights to. You learn about <laughs> Top Cat, Hobbs, uh, that lady cat that always got paint on her tail, which made Peppy Le Pew think she was not a skunk. Uh, all the classics. Um, then you finish up in a room where an animatronic Tom is running in circles trying to catch Jerry. You enter the fa final chamber. Now, while many of the previous cats have been seen as jokes or villains, let us not forget that cats can be heroes as well. Thunder, 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 cats! Oh! And then this is like the end of Spaceship Earth where you get to see the Earth, except instead you see the moon and the fucking Thundercats are doing a battle in front of you. Tilda's not talking anymore. Instead you just hear like, <laughs> snarf, snarf. And the Thundercats are all introducing themselves as they're fighting this big battle. And then the cart kind of like turns back around as the Thundercats all wave goodbye to you. Uh, and then Tilda speaks up and t again. For the first time in history, we can all have a say in the cat-based entertainment we want. The Thundercats are there for the more excitable, Garfield for those that need someone to relate to, and Heathcliff for the asshole in all of us. <laughs> People have created all sorts of cats just for you. And now, it's your turn. With that, the screen glows bright white as you get to make your own cat. The cat of the future. You name it, you get a full like concept of the cat, and then you get a video where you and your new cat go on amazing adventures together as the tube around you has like the Pink Panther paw prints spiraling <laughs> all around you and then ending it's the, the uh it's the c-a-t-n-t mu global neighborhood yeah exactly and then to end the attraction you end up in the litter box which is a small playground of different cat-based activities for both parent and child to enjoy here at gym city it's a perfect time just for you that, that that is my least favorite part of that that version of Spaceship Earth, by the way. Wait, which part? The ending? The the, the Jeremy Irons Spaceship Earth. Yeah. Ended I, with this woman. Okay, so you know Jeremy Irons' voice level, like out of a I one think, to ten scale, it was like a three or a four. Yeah. 
this woman's voice would come on that was like a 14 out of 10. Oh, yeah. I think we've talked about this before. Oh, my. Oh, I want to. I don't know who that woman is, but I. Oh. Whew. She should probably get punched. Then she's just like, get the fuck out. We know you enjoyed it. Come on, bitch. Get off. It's actually the anthropomorphic version of the seat you're in. It's like, yo, heavy as shit. <laughs> get off me. That would be, uh, can you do that as Merida, please? <laughs> Why the fuck have you gotten on me for so long, you fucking shite? <laughs> I know there's a fucking height limit, but there should be a weight limit for your fucking tart ass. Oh, uh, <sighs> so there we go, Jim. That's my ride. That's a spaceship Earth. Bring it, bitch. <laughs> Okay, um, my, my attraction mm-hmm. is called Bad Libs. Okay, you're already in my wheelhouse. You're 100% in my wheelhouse right now. So this is a trackless ride. Okay. And so you get into uh, your little two-person uh, trackless vehicle. Yeah. And this is very screen, like, uh, screen-based, like, um... Reign of Kong and uh, whatever the heck, uh, and like I guess like Fast and Furious. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, but uh, so you go into a a, a tunnel, and uh, the like there's a, and you face a uh, the the wall and there's a screen mm-hmm. and on the screen is basically a uh, a jigsaw like puppet <laughs> of you of me. Fuck yeah. yes. Uh, voiced by Griffin McElroy. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Uh, and you're you uh you basically say that uh that uh the riders are going to play a game, mm-hmm. and uh, on there's a screen in their vehicle and they have to answer ten questions and the questions uh, are things like uh they it's like basically two choices and it's like which one do you love more yeah. which thing are you more afraid of mm-hmm. um, which child is your favorite stuff like that yeah I'm, yeah I'm trying to remember all the different things but it's basically like variations of that like it asks you like like thing you like the best thing you're most afraid of yeah stuff like that uh 10 questions and then you leave that room and you go into sort of an area that's kind of like a separate almost like a almost like a queue but you're in a vehicle okay and it separates into three and when they're when they get a certain amount of vehicles or when a certain amount of time passes you move into one of the three next sections where what is on the walls is basically how you answered the questions. Okay. So I'm talking like if, because I'm thinking like one of the things you would ask if they were afraid of are things like spiders and clowns and uh, other tangible sort of things. Okay. So it's very like jump scary. Okay. But it wouldn't it, it wouldn't be completely jump scary. There would be times where it would be like calmer, like whatever the things you liked that would also yeah. pop up at times. Also, jump scary like, is my favorite actor. I loved him in The Mask. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it is basically like a trackless like ratatouille style like mm-hmm. run through this like weird labyrinth where uh you're you're alternately like have the crap scared out of you and also like calm but you never really know like what the other people that are in the room with you are seeing yeah, yeah. like you're kind of all facing different directions so there's just, like, weird, like, high-pitched screams coming from all around you. Okay, so wait, it is an actual, like, maze. So that would be how you it, control which jump scare you get, is, like... 
left it, would be it, like it would know it would know what car picked what answers right but it would also put them through like yeah it would it would separate you out at the beginning but it would kind of all be going at once okay and then there could be like it, a it section would... where two cars like almost collide and then turn yes okay i'm down with that i really like that yeah idea. it has it has a very like psychedelic like that t- that boat tunnel in uh willy wonk and the chocolate factory fuck yes but uh but yeah there are like at random points just like scary ass clowns are gonna pop out yeah, yeah, yeah um also since this is based off mad libs i'm assuming could it actually be travis mcelroy not not griffin <laughs> dude? well i didn't i well i thought that griffin would do better at imitating your voice oh okay thanks asshole um no or if we're, travis would be too lovable i think or if well no because i i was seeing griffin doing the voice of angus mcdonald so hello <laughs> sirs let's play a game or if we want so if we want somebody uh, who can, bec- if we want somebody who can because do a i have to voice, i have to follow your oh, like lead yeah this is a three drink minimum okay the the bar is called bad libations okay uh, and you either can order through, like, a BuzzFeed-style quiz. Oh, alright. That gives you a drink, or, uh, uh, you can order from the menu. I, I had to try to find, like, a themed drink that would fit this, and I thought, oh, I can just use Saw, because I use, like, the Jigsaw Puppet thing. Harder than it sounds to find a, uh, Saw-themed yeah. drink. I did find one. It is called the Bloody Kramer. I think we could change it. Uh, for you, but it's basically blood orange, triple sec, cranberry juice, coconut water, Sprite, and uh, basil seeds. That's gonna be a red ass drink. Let me tell you yes. that right now. It's gonna be bright red, and also a novelty saw blade. Like instead of like a lemon on the edge, it's a saw blade. All right, I'm down with that. Like I like this is my. Sp- I guess now didn't we already do spooky ride? Because apparently now I have another spooky ride. Yeah, but the idea of this is that uh, it's like it's like the only ride in the park that like doesn't ha- really have a, a like a mirror on the other side. Oh yeah, well I mean mine's the same way. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that's that's it's the only one of the ones we've done that doesn't really have that. So when people are leaving, they're like, "Which one of these did you like better? The history of animated cats or the the scary clown ride?" Like, wait, what? And they're like, that's... <laughs> they could just be like, I yeah. could draw a line from this to this. I could draw a line yeah. from that to that. What the fuck happened here? Huh? What's up, guys? <laughs> Did you enjoy and, the giant orange furball or the ride where a needle gets shoved into your urethra? Uh, well... <laughs> uh, wasn't a fan of either, to be honest with you. Oh, Okay. So, Jim, it's been an episode. Do you have a challenge for our next and final? I assume next week would be our final. Well, no. Well, we um, we could do, like I said, it'd be hard to do like a stay and go sort of a thing because. What we could do, in like st- you- what we could do instead is finalize the map layout, I think. So we could say like okay. this goes here, this goes here, this all happens on I this I didn't earth. think about a challenge. I'm a dummy. I've been, I've had a rough, busy week, so let me think. All right, so Jim Murphy, I, since you have not prepped, 
I've went to theme park ride name generator.com and I, okay. I like the idea that we both just have to do a ride based off of one of the names that theme park generator gives us. This this does sound like a horrible premise for a yeah. thing. Uh, so we have this. This is just what we got, but it may not be what you get when you go to the website. Uh, the Blade Place, Flux Rider, the Mammoth, the Flock, the Lone Mansion, the Ancient Expedition, Wheel of Rain, Depth of Pleasure. That one might just be mine. Pendulum of Stars or Passage of Impulses. So wait, you you want you. You don't want us to use the same on both sides. You want it to be different. No, no, no. We both have to just pick one. It's like Childish Gambino. We just get it, and then we have to go with it. So it is a completely randomly generated park park name. Oh, shit. I just found uh, another one. It's a random roller coaster one. Okay, so hold on. Do you want to do the random roller coaster, and then we can just pick them right now? Okay. All right, hold on. Let me see right here. Do, do, do. Random roller coaster name for Jim is The Viper Drop. <laughs> Featuring Randy Orton. All right, so you have The Viper Drop, and I get Gale Force Roll. I need to write that somewhere because I will forget Gale Force Roll by next week. And I know it says roller coaster. It does not have to be based off a roller coaster. So, yeah, that's the ride. It's a completely... Both of these do actually sound like really bad, like, like backyard wrestling finishers. Yeah, exactly. I believe Gale Force Roll was what Tommaso Ciampa used on the indies for a while. It's fun, though. Oh, so Jim, it's been an episode. Where can they find you on the internet? I'm on Twitter at apparently smart. Uh, Obviously, my screen name is not apparently prepared. Yeah, and you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo. That's S C O T T Y E M O. And make sure to buy all my books on Amazon: The Quizzle Corp Trilogy, BS versus the Gods. And of course, if you don't like reading but want to hear me read some books to you, make sure to go to audibletrial.com/bsnetwork and get a free 30-day trial of Audible, where you can get Quizzle Corp or Quizzle Corp Risen. And BS versus the Gods should be out. I'm in. Fi- I'm finally in post-production on it, so that should be out as well for anyone who gets a free 30-day trial of Audible. So check that out and check out all the other BS Network programs online at a load of pure BS.com. We got Fight Boys if you like wrestling. Uh, fun, fun fiction if you like two friends just kind of talking about movies and reading fan fiction and then of course a load of BS which I'm going to be recording right after this so it's going to be a real a real shift in how I perceive things it goes from alright Jim how are you to what's up Blake you motherfucker um so yeah check all that out if you want to support us monetarily you can over at patreon.com slash a load of bs or on merch.aloadofpurebs.com where you can get shirts for all your favorite bs network programs including opet you can get the i defeated the tyrannosaurus sack shirt which i'm wearing right now ladies and gentlemen or of course shirts for all the different programs so make sure to check all that out make sure to go to opposite-attractions.com check out all the previous seasons get all caught up before our one year extravaganza coming up and of course make sure to find jim and me on twitter at op at show that's spelled o-p-p-a-t-t-s-h-o-w are you down with o-p-p